levels of noise can affect hearing loss in the future. You, you think? Li- oh, yes. If you listen to many hours of music per day at volumes exceeding the public health limit of 70 decibels, you may be visiting our next guest. Remember I reached out to several hearing specialists in our community? I do remember that. No one responded. They couldn't hear you. <laughs> Except this person. And she sounds fantastic. Audiologist Dr. Courtney Curry Guthrie. I always wanted to hyphenate my name. Who owns Four Bridges Audiology. You know, just looking at you on your website, it looks like you got personality, Dr. Guthrie. Don't let us down here. I do enjoy my job, which makes a huge difference. I I reached out to so many audiologists, no response. And guess who who picked up the response? (laughs) Thank you, Dr. Guthrie. And she well, I'm happy to be here for Bridges Audiology. While here, all right. So, 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 what happens? What are we doing to ourselves? Because I go to the gym, and everybody has these earbuds in, and nobody even smiles or says good morning. Nobody responds. They're they're all deaf. What is happening? <laughs> well, you know, I think the world we live in these days, we're all attached to our phones, and now the the earbuds that are all around, um, they're just making it to where we don't interact with people as much anymore. Um, but when it comes to safely using headphones and listening to music or anything for an extended period of time, there are certain things you can do to track the amount of volume that you're using with certain headphones. Um, iPhones, I'm more familiar with iPhones, but I'm sure Androids and Samsungs do the same thing. You can set, like, headphone limits or volume limits for how loud you want to allow someone to listen to music. Um, And then certain headphones, like AirPods, um, you know, Bose, things like that, they have noise reduction cancellation in them, so it's able to kind of lessen your background environment while you're listening to music, which I think is really important, especially if you're using these kinds of headphones while you're doing noisy activities like mowing the yard or weed eating or blowing leaves, um, you definitely don't want to be listening to music while you're doing those things if you don't have noise reduction within the headphone that you're using because then you just have to turn your music up louder to overcome the background noise. So so great idea to get, to get some ear coverage when it comes to using your lawnmower or the blower. Um, and would we be disappointed at 70 decibels these days? No, 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 no. I don't think you'd be disappointed with the volume level of, of 70 decibels. I think it all has to do with the situation that you're in while you're using the headphones. Um, you know, my personal rule for my kids or anyone that I talk to, if someone can hear the music coming out of your headphone while it's in your ears, then it's definitely too loud. Right. <laughs> Okay, so we want to talk about hearing loss that can happen suddenly, but it really doesn't happen suddenly. It occurs slowly over time. It's not always obvious. So what are some of the signs? Because uh, I guess the biggest thing is, what? What are you saying? <laughs> yes. Um, I mean, the only thing we can do to prevent our hearing from getting worse is protect it from noise. Everything else is just genetics and age-related hearing loss or maybe some, you know, uh, accident where you may get hit on the head that could cause hearing loss, maybe. Um, but m- and most of the time, the only thing we can do is protect it from noise. So, are um, we all going to get? Are we all going to lose up some of our hearing? Is it going to happen? Is it inevitable? 
It is inevitable to some extent. I mean, I've only tested maybe one 90-year-old that had normal hearing. So it is just a normal part of aging. Um, and the first signs of hearing loss might be that you're turning the TV up a little bit too loud or louder than someone else would choose in your home or you have a hard time hearing in noisy situations. Um, restaurants are difficult for everyone with normal hearing or not. They're not really acoustically friendly. They've got music. You've got people eating, you know, um, but those are kind of the first signs of hearing loss. And it does happen gradually for most people. The only thing that can really damage your hearing instantaneously is something like maybe gunfire, um, something really loud, impulse sounds that are that are well over 100 decibels, but they can cause irreversible hearing loss. So once uh, so so once that happens, you cannot regain that uh, uh, hearing loss. Not necessarily. I mean, I've I've seen several people who have you know unfortunately shot a gun without any type of hearing protection, and they do have this immediate change in their hearing and often notice tinnitus or ringing in the ears. Sometimes it is just a temporary thing, and it will the hearing will come back slowly, but I have seen it do permanent damage with just one single gunshot wow. and no hearing protection. All right, once again, if you are tuning in, Chattanooga audiologist, Dr. Courtney Guthrie, who owns Four Bridges Audiology, you're doing great, doctor. This one just texted in. Can arthritis cause uh, tinnitus? Is it? Do you pronounce it tinnitus? I say tinnitus. A lot of people say tinnitus. It really, it so really doesn't can matter. Can arthritis cause that? Not necessarily. No. Um, most of the time, hearing loss. I mean, tinnitus is caused by noise exposure. N- noise exposure is the leading cause of tinnitus. However, tinnitus is often often a very common symptom of hearing loss. And it's, it's just, it's very, it just seems horrible to have that ringing all the time. I mean, you see commercials, I guess that can, uh, that can help alleviate that problem. So really the only thing that can, that has been proven to reduce ringing in the ears is some form of sound therapy. Often that means wearing hearing aids and we're using the environment to just kind of drown out the ringing in your ears. But because tinnitus is most often a symptom of hearing loss, there's no cure for it. But there are ways we manage it. I truly enjoy helping patients with tinnitus. Um, Most patients with tinnitus, it's not very severe, but it is there all the time and it's annoying to them. But the majority of these people really do need hearing aids, and often that is a very successful treatment in managing tinnitus. Okay, I'm going to bring into the next subject because you mentioned hearing aids. So over-the-counter, of course, the FDA says, yes, you can buy over-the-counter hearing aids. You can buy them. Uh, They may be useful for some. They're less expensive, but the problem is they offer fewer consumer protections. And I think a lot of people are using these hearing aids without being tested first by an audiologist. Yeah, and I think that's the biggest piece of the puzzle that we need to be aware of, of what we're doing um, and, and why we are doing it. You know, I think over-the-counter hearing aids can be great for some people who maybe don't have a lot of money and they need a less expensive option. Um, maybe they have a hard time getting to and from a doctor's office. The problem with these devices is that if you don't have an actual hearing test by an audiologist, you could be missing a very important piece of the puzzle. Like maybe it's just wax impaction and you just need to have your ears cleaned and that's the only reason that you're not hearing well. 
maybe it's something that needs needs to be treated medically or surgically, which is rare but can happen. So I think it's important to get a actual hearing test from an audiologist prior to trying these over-the-counter devices. There are a lot of ways you can test your hearing online. The problem with that is where are you when you're testing your hearing? How good are the headphones that you're using to test your hearing with? Um, and how accurate is that hearing test? And that's really hard for anyone to judge. All right, we're running out of time. This person says, ask about pitch therapy for tinnitus. We'll ask that. But when it comes to cleaning ears, you have a whole section when you go to the drugstore about ear products. So come on, what, what's the best way to clean your ears? And wh- what should we not be falling for? Honestly, most people really don't need to clean their ears. Wow. The wax is there for a reason. A little bit is okay. Most of us don't build up enough to really have to worry about it on a consistent basis. The problem with using these over-the-counter products is that you could impact it worse. You could push it deeper. You could, you know, uh, maybe cause a little sore in your ear canal while doing it. Um, so it's just, I think it's best to have it done by a professional most of the time. And I, most of the time, I, you really don't even need to worry about I it. I use Navage. I put one in one ear and one in the other. Stop it. Come on. <laughs> this, this person says he's been, uh, when I, uh, since I've been married, losing his hearing 10% each year. And we, we all know what that's yeah, like. Yeah. I've been married 34 <laughs> years. I'm almost Yeah, deaf. that's selective hearing. That's a different yes. type of professional. Yes. But it's not reversible. <laughs> Once you said that hearing is lost, it's not reversible. But a hearing aid can do wonders these days. Yes, they really can. They've come a long way. They're, they're really savvy and smart, and they can do a lot of things and improve a lot of people's lives. So, All right. I got to ask you this. Do we get our hearing checked each year? Can you ask your, I mean, do we need to go to an audiologist? Do you go to your, your primary care? What do you do? I mean, most of the time you just need to come to an audiologist. It mainly depends on if your insurance is going to require a referral for coverage, if we need to see our primary care prior to that. But most often we don't need that. Um, I don't personally think that hearing tests every year are medically necessary, I think about every three years is mm-hmm. great for most people, even if you wear hearing aids. It doesn't change that quickly for most people. So about every three years, once you get over the age of 60, 65, I think it's good to have a baseline and then just have a hearing test every couple of years to just kind of monitor how things are going. Dr. Guthrie, your patients like you, don't they? I hope so. <laughs> yeah, I knew they would. By the way, this person says, I'm 57, have had tinnitus since 1984, feels like hearing aids never helped me. Let me just say, whoever this, uh, whoever this listener is, they got to go to see you. And I think she, he's getting to the right person. She owns Four Bridges Audiology. You're taking new patients. Where is it located? Give yourself a plug. Okay, we are located at the foot of Lookout Mountain in St. Elmo, right across from 1885 Restaurant. Oh, nice. uh, we have a great easy access parking. Hmm. Um, yeah, we're accepting new patients. We love helping people and, and getting to know people. It's, it's a lot of fun. And you moved here, I think it said 2016 with your kid, family, uh, well, your I've husband? I've been in Chattanooga since 2010, but I opened up my business in 2019. Good for you. And listen... You sound fantastic, and um, I just appreciate the information you gave us. We got a ton of response. I knew this was good. Awesome. Well, great. Maybe your hearing's bad. 
No, well, my wife thinks I do listen to the TV too loud. Yeah, that often happens. But, it's, um, it's family members that push you in initially most of the time. There you go. Oh, wait a minute. When sleeping, what is the best background noise to have on while sleeping? And then I'll let you go. My snoring. Yeah, that's uh, whatever helps you relax. If, if you're trying to drown out tinnitus to, to fall asleep, whatever sound covers up the tinnitus, whatever sound helps you to relax and fall asleep easily. And then, you know, just don't put the volume up very loud, like uh, halfway or less. All right. Yeah. Her name is... I Dr. like listening to Metallica. A lot of times <laughs> it goes to... See, she's got a Fall sense of humor. Too. Isn't this great to work with a doctor who's got a sense of humor? Hmm. Dr. Courtney Curry Guthrie, Four Bridges Audiology in St. Elmo. You've been a fantastic guest, and I really appreciate it, doctor. Thank you well, for coming for on. Me on. Was, I think you enjoyed it, didn't you? I did. It's fun. All right. And by the way, you're at the bottom of Lookout. If you ever see the guy from Carta, <laughs> who's the new director of Carta, tell him we wish he yeah. would have called in five minutes. But, uh, okay. So you take care of yourself, and uh, thank you, doctor. Yeah, y'all have a great day. What a nice person. Yeah. Let's go to her, JR. Great. Tommy, can you hear me? But yeah, that's right. Do it, JR.